You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. First of all, her faith, saving faith. She's mentioned in the New Testament book of James. And let me give you the context. Verse 18 of James 2, someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I'll show you my faith by what I do. Then it goes on to say, hey, the demons believe in God, but they don't have salvation. Then it gives Abraham as an example and the deeds that proved his genuine saving faith. The story of the Canaanite woman Rahab in the Old Testament is a powerful illustration of both faith and putting that faith into action. Not only does this account teach us what showing our faith by our works looks like, but it also shows the extent of God's grace. In today's message, Pastor Danny reflects on one of the greatest examples of repentance and obedience to God. In his study, you'll learn about the radical transformation that took place in the life of this Canaanite woman who turned from her life of harlotry. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 with today's edition of The Living Word. Hebrews chapter 11 is where we are. And if you've been with us, you know we've snailed our way through this chapter and it's been great. Now we come to a character that I never get tired of reading about and teaching about. Verse 31, by faith the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. Last week, one of the things we looked at, the people's faith and the conquest at Jericho. Jericho dates back more than 10,000 years. It's the most ancient known city in the Bible. And a lot of things I could tell you about Jericho historically, but one of the things that I want you to really see more than anything else, Leviticus chapter 18. And I'm not going to read the whole chapter. I don't want to read the whole chapter, and you wouldn't want me to. Why? Because beginning in verse 5, keep my decrees and laws, the Lord says, for the man who obeys them will live by them. I'm the Lord. Verse 6, no one is to approach any close relative to have sexual relations. I am the Lord. Don't dishonor your father by having sexual relations with your mother. She's your mother. Don't have relations with her. Don't have sexual relations with your father's wife, evidently not your mother in that situation. That would dishonor your father. And then with your sister, and it goes on and on, and it gets worse. I mean, it gets so perverted. God even says here, uh, don't have sexual relations with an animal. Now, I have no problem with that one personally. I mean, it's a whole chapter on God saying, hey, Don't you be involved in sexual sin and sexual sin of a kind that you can't even imagine. It's so perverted. It's so pagan. And then in verse 27, he says, for all these things were done by the people who lived in the land before you and the land became defiled. That means that the people living in Jericho, when the Israelites came in, they were so pagan that those are the kind of things they were involved in. That's why it's no surprise to find the record in the Bible of a particular prostitute named Rahab who lived in Jericho. Some 
Uh, scholars have suggested that Rahab wasn't actually a prostitute. And I don't know how in the world you could even say that. Because the Hebrew word that's used over and over again, not only related to Rahab, it means a harlot, to act as a harlot, to commit adultery. You find in Genesis 34, Genesis 38, uh, Exodus 34, Leviticus 17, 19, 20, Deuteronomy 22, etc., etc. A lot of verses. A lot of verses. And all the same exact meaning. In James, Rahab is referred to, and the Greek word referring to her as a prostitute is pornea. I bet you'll never guess what English word we get from that. Pornography. Folks, she was a harlot. She was a prostitute. She lived in Jericho, the most ancient city we know recorded in the Bible. So she lived in the oldest city we know of in the Bible, and she practiced what some suggest is the oldest profession known to man. Her story is incredible. Let's read it. Go back with me. The book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 2. Joshua chapter 2. Listen carefully. Read along. Follow with me. Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Shittim. Go, look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. Now, don't get the wrong idea. They're not there for business. They're there because they're spies, and it's the most strategic place for them not to be detected. But it doesn't work out like they think. King of Jericho was told, look, some of the Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent this message to Rahab. Rahab, bring out the men who came to you. And entered your house because they have come to spy out the whole land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they had come from. That's a lie. At dusk, when it was time to close the city gate, the men left. I don't know which way they went. That's a lie. Go after them quickly. You may catch up with them. But she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them under the stalks of flax she had laid out on the roof. So the men set out in pursuit of the spies on the road that leads to the fords of the Jordan. And as soon as the pursuers had gone out, the gate was shut. Before the spies lay down for the night, she went up on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given this land to you and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We've heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt. And what you did to Sihon and Og, the two kings of the Amorites, great kings with great armies, east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God, listen to what this lady says. The Lord your God is heaven, God in heaven above and on the earth below. Now then. Please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family because I've shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them. No surprise, she's not married, but she has family. And that you will save us from death. And here's their response to her. Our lives for your lives. The man assured her, if you don't tell what we're doing, we will treat you kindly and faithfully when the Lord gives us the land. So she let them down by a rope through the window for the house she lived in was part of the city wall. 
Now she had said to them, go to the hills so the pursuers will not find you. Hide there three days until they return and then go on your way. And the men said to her, this oath you made us swear will not be binding on us unless when we enter the land, you have tied this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. No surprise, she has a scarlet cord. She's in the red rope district. It didn't go over either of the other services either. Getting tough in my old age. And unless you've brought your father and mother, your brothers and all your family into your house, if anyone goes outside your house into the street, his blood will be on his own head. We will not be responsible. As for anyone who is in the house with you, his blood will be on our head if a hand is laid on him. But if you tell what we're doing, we will be released from the oath you made us swear. Agreed, she replied. Let it be as you say. So she sent them away and they departed and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. When they left, they went into the hills and stayed there three days until the pursuers had searched all along the road and returned without finding them. Then the two men started back. They went down out of the hills, forded the river, came to Joshua, son of Nun, and told him everything that had happened to them, including the story of Rahab. And they said to Joshua, the Lord has surely given the whole land into our hands. All the people are melting in fear because of us. These guys go and stay in what they think is a strategic hideout, a prostitute's house. But somebody rats on them. Uh, Local police are sent out, basically. And it looks like they're doomed. And there's this amazing surprise turn of events. They are basically rescued by the faith of a prostitute. Someone put it this way. Listen, God's agents were saved by a madam, the proprietress of a bordello, a woman who sold her body for money, who submitted to any man who crossed her doorway if he had the cash. But a dramatic change was about to take place in this prostitute's life. And it all began when she simply put her faith in the God of Israel. Now, when you study and think about Rahab's faith, there are characteristics that emerge that are both instructive and extremely encouraging, and I'm going to share a few of those with you. First of all, her faith was saving faith. She's mentioned in the New Testament book of James, and let me give you the context Verse 18 of James 2, someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I'll show you my faith by what I do. Then it goes on to say, hey, the demons believe in God, but they don't have salvation. Then it gives Abraham as an example and the deeds that proved his genuine saving faith. Thanks for joining us today to study the book of Hebrews. There's so much to learn, so we hope you'll keep coming back to study with Pastor Danny Hodges. You can find more of the messages from this series right now on our website, ccfstpete.church. You'll be directed to our YouTube page where you can find a number of teachings from Calvary Chapel Fellowship and subscribe to our channel. Come connect with us on social media as well. You'll find The Living Word on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and jump into the conversations there. 
You'll be able to find links to all of these at our website, ccfstpete.church. If you happen to be in the St. Petersburg area, we'd love to meet you. Every message you hear on The Living Word comes from a teaching Pastor Danny has shared at Calvary Chapel Fellowship, and you're invited to join us for our weekly services. Come just as you are for a time of worship, fellowship, and studying the Bible on Saturday at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. Find directions on our website. Again, that's ccfstpete.church. We also live stream our services, so if you can't make it in person, join us online. You'll find a link at the top of the page at ccfstpete.church. That's all the time we have for today. Feel free to read ahead in Hebrews, and be sure to tune in next time to join Pastor Danny right here on The Living Word.